Well, hello and good morning to everybody listening. Um, this is Cody, your host, and uh, we're talking with Leif Hetland this morning. Leif, say hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we, uh, we are sitting in the office. We have a cup of coffee and a glass of water and, and quite relaxed. It's quite rainy outside, which means it's a great day for coffee. For coffee, excuse me. <laughs> for coffee and uh, another Kingdom Family Talks. And so on this episode, um, we're going to be talking about and revisiting some of the memory stones and moments from this last weekend, which was our Kingdom Family Gathering here in Atlanta, and what an amazing weekend it was, and uh, God completely moved and changed lives, and people walked away with an upgrade, but Leif, I wanted to just hear from you some of your favorite moments from this weekend, Um, but more specifically, kind of what you felt what was happening at the beginning of the conference in the atmosphere or over the entire conference? What was God doing in the atmosphere? Now, I think that the, <clears throat> if you start to see the two primary areas where the enemy was trying over and over to attack us, it was uh, in, in the area of rest and yeah. the area of family. Yeah. And so I'm saying that just because often when you start to see an indicator where the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, it also right. tells you where Jesus wanted to show up and yeah. where he came to give life and life abundantly, John 10.10. 10. So it became very clear for me, even as we started with uh, Alberto and Kimberly, uh, it started with rest and it yeah. ended with rest. Yeah. So it started from a resting place where they just took us into the secret place. They took us into the deeper places in God. But I could even sense with the people because people have been flying all over. They come in, checking into the hotel. Right. They're coming in, trying. Some of them are already connected to people. Other ones are trying to connect. It's just one of those. And then as soon as they started to lead, and it is this quiet, it's soaking, it's uh, being marinated in the presence of God. There's mm-hmm. no agenda. And there's yeah. also these awkward, silent moment. <laughs> and it's exactly what we needed. I, yeah. For a few moments, even some of my own restlessness, because we've been so, so busy, and you feel like, uh, and then finally you lean back. And as you're leaning back and just surrender to it, surrender what he's doing, you can start to sense the atmosphere started to change. I know for some people who are not even used to just these moments of silence and stillness, but in the nothingness, there was something. And then you could recognize the environment, our hearts, which is the soil, yeah. started to be prepared. Because all kingdom matters is matters of the heart. So the heart of yeah. the individual, the heart of the family was just being molded and it was being soaked in the very presence of their lover in this atmosphere. So that's kind of a, was the starting point of it. And uh, there was a lot of exciting things that was taking place. Yeah. Uh, bishop, uh, like just a bishop could do, took up an offering and then we moved into my message. And I started with just giving a little framework that the next revival coming to America and the world is a family revival. It is a generation revival and all generation will be affected by it. But then also I went in a little bit and I I didn't go very much deep. It was kind of a me thinking out loud more in mind maps, setting the stage, throwing up a lot of things that later on you started to see that God just said, okay, this one, that one, and started to put it together. But it was the story 
And it was several parts of the story. One was the rest, how Jacob rested on the rock. And I'm not yeah. going to uh, rehearse the sermon, but right, so right. The, the rest. So you see that theme came again and again, the hard work of rest and how rest is going to be your weapon of warfare. And when Jacob rested on the rock, mm-hmm. slept on the rock, that's when heaven opened up and there was an open heaven. So it's a beautiful connections to that. But it was also a picture of the wrestling match that I am not going to let go until you bless me. So it's also <laughs> Some of that that you felt through this whole thing is just uh, the number yeah. one thing is I want my birthright and I want my blessing and I want my identity to come totally rooted and grounded to see me the way you see me and think about me. So that was kind of a little of the framework. And then Paul Yado came up and just brought us into a, a stillness, into a rest, and then just to be able to, as a starting point, the first night, we don't need to wait to the end, but let's start with rest let's start with if you have a wrestling match going inside just surrender let him deal with the biggest strength in your life because your weakness is going to be your strength and then we kind of set up the stage and it was just such a sweetness of the presence before that night was over yeah so that was the starting point that was that was uh that was the first time that i'd actually heard um kimberly and alberto um rivera which were completely amazing i suggest anybody listening go listen to them um that was the first time that I'd heard them in worship and being a worship leader too. Those moments of silence are quite awkward sometimes because it ruffles feathers of, of, of leadership of like, well, where is it going? And, and some of those things. But um, what you said was you were wrestling and uh, those kind of silent moments, I felt and saw from the back of the room, people begin to stop wrestling to finally get that blessing and get that um the, the, the piece of identity that had been missing for years. That those quiet moments were probably one of my some of my favorites at the beginning of the, the conference. And um, I saw people completely stop doing the thing where they're thrusting back and forth and, 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 and not having rest and finally ease into it after that night that you spoke. It finally, like this thing happened of rest where people just eased into what the identity was supposed to, mm-hmm. to kick in. And it was really, really amazing. And um, you mentioned... Uh, the bishop being there. And um, I wanted to ask you, because that was the first time that I'd actually heard the bishop, and I know you guys have had a relationship, but um, I wanted to ask the question, what was the significance of Bishop Joseph Garlington and what took place when he spoke and in that moment of uh, of unique prayer that the Spirit fell? And I believe in that second morning. Yeah, and of course, this was, I'm not saying necessary highlight because everybody yeah, yeah. will have different highlights. Right, but it right. was a, for me, as uh, as an apostolic father for for this kingdom family movement, at least in our tribe, in what we're doing, is very significant for me. Uh, what is heaven attracted to? There's mm. visitations, there's rest, there's soaking, there's worship. There's all these different things, and people will have different things. But then there is the conversions when everything comes together. And I think that what the bishop he picked up, and you heard that both in his teaching, but you also picked up it in the spirit. He is picking up some of the themes that's going on. And part of the reason is he is uh, he's in a later 70s, and he is an apostolic father bishop. So he gets the blueprint from heaven. He's putting the different pieces together, and then in a way that only bishop can describe that one one of the elders of Bethel Atlanta was here yesterday and he said well he reminds me about the black Bill Johnson <laughs> and I think that it, they, they definitely could be some twin brothers but the revelatory realm that he is operating in 
and he takes us on a journey with the music in the background. So yes. it is more than just listen to a message. No, it is feeling going in and out. And then you're going out and then you're going up. And so he's starting this whole thing yeah. and he's just setting this. It was not just a message and a revelatory, but he's setting up for an encounter. And it's not sure that he has a clear idea exactly where we're going. He has a clarity what he's saying and what he's doing at that moment. But God was about to set up and then he recognized and the atmosphere is changing and God is about to do something else. Yeah. And he called me up. He says, Leif, I want you to come up. And then he says, here is this bishop who has been there for 42 years, him and his wife in Atlanta, wow. an African-American bishop. And then he said, Paul Yaro, a Filipino. So he started then to, it's kind of like a, a, a I'm trying to think somebody that leads an orchestra, yeah. a, uh, conductor. a conduct yes. yeah, conductor. So that's pretty much what he did in the spirit realm. You see these things in heaven and then it's like, what's next? Let's bring up this instrument. And now here's the next instrument. Yeah. He's just starting. That's what apostolic does. Bring it together until, okay, what is next? All I do is what I see my father do. All I say is what I hear my father say mm. until it came up together. And then he starts to connect it. And when that took place, then the glory came and the glory was we stood up on the stage and all of us ended up on the floor it looked <laughs> like you have chopped wood but paul Yaro is on the bottom and the bishop is on the top of him and i'm on the top of there other bodies came there the rest of it is both yeah. history and well i can't even start to talk about it yeah because the glory comes again <laughs> and it was just one of those it was one of those moments in mm. god that just shifted and changed everything yeah. So I'm just, uh, I got so overwhelmed by uh, just the encounter and yeah. things that God was doing. And Bishop was weeping, Paul was weeping, I was weeping. Later on, it was laughter, mixture between the fear of the Lord and the holiness. And the yeah. other one was the friendship and the relational and the invitation that God does in this season. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of prophetic. And then David Wagner, who is yeah. just a, such a gift, he came in as a prophet. And for the next over hour, he just started to prophesy. It and it flowed from heaven. Yeah. So we are, the glory is there and it's hitting the place and we're supposed to have lunch. But forget about it. Forget about lunch because <laughs> the glory is there. Right. And now the prophetic starts to coming into place. And the things that he said in the prophetic, it is over my life, it is over Jennifer, it was over uh, the bishops, it was over Paul Yaro, it was over Papa Jack, it was Scott Wilson, it was just different yeah. ones. It was, it was just flowing for over an hour with this prophetic. I was not able to capture all of that because I was undone in the glory realm. Yeah. And I would say it would probably be known as one of the top three deepest, deepest encounter I've ever had with God. Wow. And I've had a few, four or five of them that changed my life and it's actually changing the nations of the world, including Randy Clark when he prayed for me, June 6, 1995, or my baptism of love. It's on that kind of a level. Wow. I have not been able to process it yet, yeah. but I do know on that the deep that calls the deep what God was doing. So that was a shift. It was almost, I, I said it and other people have said it since. We could have stopped there. We could have finished the whole winter. You said, everybody go home. Yeah. Because it was almost like, I don't think even we can. You can't comprehend. You can't happened. comprehend and yeah. it happened. It was just one of those moments. So it's one of those things that you can live your whole life just to be able to have one of those encounters. And yeah. you read about it in history, but now it's happening here. So then for me, is what is it that was said and what was it that was done? Why heaven was so attractive? Where God just said, I like this. Let me show up. Boom. 
and it exploded. Mm -hmm. And then from there, uh, there are so many of us that we will never be the same as we saw. Yeah. And the impartation that took place, the transformation that took place in our life, and as I'm saying, that what happened also in the spirit realm, that it didn't just affect there, it affected nations all over the world. What happened on a stage in Atlanta, wow, that's just overwhelming to me. Mm. Even if, you, if you're just going in and, and start thinking about it, the nations was impacted by one encounter when heaven came and is connected to quantum worship. Yeah. The the second gentleman, the, the second bishop that uh, Joseph Garlick had brought up on stage, I had had um, a, a moment with him outside. Um, I was working bookstore for, for the entire weekend and also doing media stuff, so I was running around. But um, the gentleman talked to me and was looking through your stuff and and uh, was very nonchalant asking questions like, so tell me more about life and about global mission awareness. And, and uh, I told him, uh, you know, I told him as much as details and, and, and knowledge as I could. And, and he was so blown away and so hungry for to like, I need to meet this, meet, need, need to meet this man. And, and then lo and behold, Bishop Joseph Garlington calls him to stand up and he walks to the front. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's the gentleman that I talked to for, for 30 minutes outside and and um and then the power of god came and, and it was a holy moment it was a the fear of the lord was in there but it also was the the tangible presence of love yeah. for me it was very very holy and very um probably like you said the they could have ended there because that was just such a highlight and and pinnacle moment for the conference yeah, the best way to describe it in a very simple way when i looked and felt his holiness i saw love and when I looked at love, then I saw holiness. Wow. And it was a mixture of weeping mm -hmm. and a weeping and that came from that. And then there was an extravagant joy. Yeah. It's all of that combined together. Yeah. And it's, that's things that only God can do. Right. <laughs> it, there was not a, trying to find a balance of it. It was just to find a rhythm. You just leaned in and out. So you get the Lamb's nature of God that was just, you felt what he felt and you were thinking the way he was thinking, but then you got the lion aspect and it was a roar that came out. So it was a yeah. in and out and in and out that continued to go on and it was just changing the atmosphere. Yeah, it was really, really powerful moment. Um, well, we also had the privilege and honor to have um, really an amazing uh, couple with their, uh, couple with us this, this uh, past weekend. And uh, I wanted to hear from your heart just about Corporal Jason and Kelsey Murray. Oh, my. And their story and how much yeah. it, it rocked um, me personally, but also the congregation and the, the honor that took place. Could you speak to that? Yeah, I, I met, the, I, I never forgot when I met Corporal Jason and Kelsey. And their, at that time, they had only two children, but just... Uh, it, it wrecked me forever. Even in my book, Transformed by Love, he did an endorsement where you can see mm. some of his story. So I think it was in 2009 in Castle Rock, Colorado, as I was doing an importation where Papa God had said, son, I want you just to look into each one of them and I want you to see them the way I see them. And I want them to capture my eyes towards each one of them. And it was a long, 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 long line. I mean, it took over two hours from person oh, to person. And you have as far as you can see with your eyes, this line that goes in and out all over the sanctuary, out in the hallway, all over. And then you stop and you see this person that is totally blind and you could see that he mm -hmm. has scars all over, found out the story that 
he signed up. U.S. Marines served the nation. Uh, I think it was like a 30-pound full of explosive yeah. blew him up. And yeah. he was supposed to have been dead. He's still a scar all over from yeah. it. This is what these Muslims did to him. He had an encounter with love that started a journey. Later on, he became a spiritual son. And I wanted him and Kelsey to be here at the family gathering. It was when he shared the story and shared the testimony. But you saw how the whole family, we just exploded yeah. in, in, in just honor towards yeah. him. But then even his heart, the message of love, the message of forgiveness, the message of honor, and even things behind the scene. There we have one from Afghanistan. We have somebody else. One of my sons is from Iraq that I was thinking about. Tariq is there from Pakistan. We have somebody else from Lebanon that actually connected with him where one from the Middle East from Lebanon Hashi who is also part of the family yeah. he wrote a letter to him and asked forgiveness what we have done to you oh my gosh the letter came back again and then the whole reconciliation so there was also so much connected to the whole theme this weekend there's going to be the spirit of, uh, of, of Elijah that you see that's turning the hearts of the fathers towards the children children's hearts towards the father it's that reconciliation that is about to take place in marriages and homes and but also between Muslims or Muslim groups, or Muslims or Christian, it's going to be a global phenomenon we're going to see when this ministry of reconciliation, and you couldn't have had anybody better than Jason and Kelsey. But then also we got to see, and this probably uh, touched me more, because I met Kelsey all these years, and, and of course Jason is the hero. But when you start yeah. to hear her story, who actually is engaged, and then you get somebody pretty much in a cast, and you don't even know if a casket. So she, she was engaged. She wasn't even, they weren't even married. They were not even married. Happened. But for her then to marry in knowing that oh you're probably never going to have a husband, but yeah. I give my life for that then covenant. Then, then you found there's another hero and it's often a story behind the story. When you started to capture more of those details, again, it was wrecking to see them together and wow. then to see how the family loved them, how they found, uh, I mean, they know that's been their tribe, but they got to meet bigger part of the family of families yeah. and it was just it was totally totally wrecking and the hearing afterwards what it meant for them but what it meant for every one of us he is totally blind but he can see better than most of us that have eyes open yeah yeah there was a there was a moment that was very um specific and a memory stone for me as as i was running around <laughs> the sanctuary taking photos and trying to capture moments um each one of the leaders on the front row if it was a uh, a guest or a, you know an armor bearer of a guest or each one on the front row um, after his testimony and after he shared during um, I think it was maybe worship afterwards or just one of the moments each one of them came over and laid hands on both uh, Jason and Kelsey and there was this beautiful moment where I saw Papa Jack uh, in a moment and in, in clutching Jason and, and crying over Jason and then uh, also doing the same for Kelsey and it was cool watching them naturally just join the family like they have been here in the office with us for you know for a couple months and uh, that was personally one of my favorite moments and I, and I um I feel that the family honored them well and it was it was a beautiful moment um but uh just kind of closing up here um we're going to probably just ask one more question. What do you believe that those who attended got commissioned to do outside after the conference? Yeah. I think also what we saw, uh, let me just add a couple of more people. You had Jason up oh, there. Oh, yeah, correct. was phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. He kind of a, 
uh, he, he took us through the process in one moment from glory to glory and just some of the worship and even just the one song, of course, uh, talked about the bird. And yeah. just, uh, uh, but just there were so many highlights. Bread and wine was just, oh, yeah. it, it was some of the best that I've heard him. And it was good to see them back again. Yeah. I hadn't seen them in a while. And then David Wagner was again another kiss from heaven for all of us, both because he lives humility, he lives vulnerability, but then he's one of the clearest prophetic voices that comes. He's a heart prophet and how he was releasing into the atmosphere. But again, you started to see this heart of reconciliation that came in, which is there's a father that loves, but he wants to restore anything that has been broken in our life and bring that back again to him mm. and to be able to restore union with him he doesn't want us to live with with all these different issues that has been going on in our life so just his stories the humor the life <laughs> and everything else so uh, so i think that the overall experience that we had <clears throat> Uh, and I've talked to quite a few people. There was humility all over, mm. and there was there was vulnerability. Uh, other people came up and said, "Hey, I, I didn't even know this family, but now I am family, and I'm changed forever." One pastor has been trying to figure out, and he says, "I don't know, I, I don't understand all of these things, but I know this is what I've been looking and longing for all my life, wow. family." So we started to hear story after story of, yes, there was healings. Yes, there was breakthroughs. There was a lot of those different things. But I think that we are left with that there is a culture here and that culture is about to change culture. Mm. And it is that the kingdom is a family culture. But we also now are getting the language more clear so that we can say this is what it is all about. This movement is love driven. This movement is father focused. This movement honor is what keeps it together. And we could just go, on and on and on and on of yeah. these super glues that we know this is what it is mm. this is what it is not and it's not about where do i fit in or anything else i'm just jumping in because i know this is god and heaven is attracted to it. if heaven is attracted to it i just want to be in it and then let's try to figure it out and just uh, learn to say how do we steward what god just did because he birthed something in the spirit realm that is going to touch nations yeah. touch cities but it's also going to affect every marriage it's going to affect the workplaces it's going to affect the kids when they come home it's going to affect the school system it's going to affect every area and that's why i think that uh, it is far beyond what we are able to even comprehend right now Mm -hmm. and it's going to take months for us just to steward what god did and what god said yeah that's really really good um well life would you um mind just closing us out and praying over us and and for anybody listening uh just pray a blessing of family Mm -hmm. First of all, God, I just thank you that you are a family. God, you are a father. God, you are a son. God, you are a Holy Spirit. I thank you for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I thank you for the way they love one another. I thank you for the interdependence. I thank you for the interconnection between a father, son, spirit. I thank you for the unity that is between a father, son, spirit. I thank you, Father, for the way that honor is what love looks like in the Trinity. I thank you for the dance of the Trinity. I'm asking now, Father, that the very model with a father, son, spirit from eternity past I thank you, Father, for the dream of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is becoming a reality. And that is we want the family on earth that looks like us 
that loves like us, that are united like us. And I thank you that John 17, 26 is about to be fulfilled in the front of our eyes. I thank you, Father, for this new reformation. Uh, I thank you for this new renaissance. I thank you for this new revival. I thank you that the Father is being restored in the land. And it's going to be the family is being restored. And when that is going to take place, it's going to stop the curse that is in the land. I thank you for a rebellion names that is about to be added to the Lamb's Book of Life. But they are not going to be a billion orphans. They're going to be a billion, billion sons and daughters. And I just ask that the whole earth is about to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as water covered the sea. And that is when each one of us are stepping into glory, knowing who we are and whose we are and how we fit in to a bigger picture. And it is called family. I thank you that heaven on earth is a family business. And I thank you for what you did this weekend. I thank you for the kisses from heaven. And I thank you, God, the creator of the universe, that you... You're so attracted to family and you're so attracted to sons and daughters. And I'm hearing even the cry of the father. I just want my family back. I just want my family back. And then John 14, 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. So even at this moment, I ask that any orphan heart, any orphan spirit, any orphanages that are called churches, I ask that it's going to be such a shift, such a change, such a transformation as we're moving into this agape reformation where the world is about to see we are your disciples because the way we love one another. And to do that, we need to receive your love and then start to return the God kind of love, the perfect love that takes away all fear. And then... It's going to flow into the people around us. I release that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, um, this has been another episode of Kingdom Family Talks. If you would love to hear more podcasts, you can head over to globalmissionawareness.com. And uh, until next time, we will see you then. Have a blessed day.